0: The Eagles were at the podium, and were here to fulfill my nerdy completionist compulsions. I'll explain in a moment. I'm Michael Kist, and this is all brought to you by the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. We started this series because I wanted you, gentle listener, as often as I call you, sometimes to your annoyance, but meant with the best of intentions. I wanted you to have access to every nugget of information you possibly could hope to attain right here on BGN. One feed to rule them all, as they say. Emergency reaction shows, X and O's, trending talking points, narrative busters, press conferences from stem to stern, as Ben would say. We wanted to have you covered. So with mandatory minicam ending a couple weeks ago, we had a ton of extra content for you in the way of covering that with Boots on the Ground, Special Guest, and the still ongoing Eye on the Enemy series. And I realized I still had a missing presser in the can, and that was from Doug Peterson on June 13th. And then also Deuce Daly spoke briefly with the media on June 12th. So I don't know about you, but when I play like Red Dead Redemption 2 or Assassin's Creed Odyssey, for example, I'm a bit of a completionist, as I mentioned at the top of the show, and it's the same with this BGN feed. I want to bring you everything. So I saved these two talks with the Eagles coaching staff with the plan to air them later, and now's that time. Seeing as there's nothing going on right now in the football world except BGN content, of course. This is the newest stuff that we have from Peterson and Staley, so it's still relevant. And again, I want to give you, gentle listener, the option to consume as much Eagles content as you like. So we're going to have those chats for you today, first with Doug Peterson, then with Deuce Staley. So in case you missed it, lately on the feed, we just completed a three-part series of Eye on the Enemy for the Dallas Cowboys. There's two special guests in that, with Jeff Cavanaugh from 105 Through the Fan and R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys, the Cowboys SB Nation site, and also the Kiss and Soul Like Show 101, which is our preview of the Cowboys. And beyond that, last week we had Mike Garofalo of NFL Network speak with John Stolness for a special BGN Radio. That's episode 60. And recently we also had Kiss and So like 102 with me and Ben selecting an all-star team using pieces just from the NFC East. The newest show before this one is a conversation with me and the awesome Jimmy Kemsky from the Philly Voice. We go over the NFC East and some others, as Jimmy has just written those teams up in his rage-inducing Why Your Team is a Dumpster Fire series. So make sure you check that out. If you haven't, Kemsky, as always, it was a great guest. And we really need to bring it back for more shows because I love talking with the guy. So I know you'll enjoy that. Oh, and one last thing to plug here was some follow-up with a project that I'm working on. We also talked with the guys from Sports Info Solutions on Fireside Chats number 12. That was with former NFL scout and director of football and research for SIS. That's Matt Manichurian and also his cohort and my buddy Bryce Rossler. We dove into a bunch of analytics with the Eagles, including what Bill Walsh dubbed reactive offense. Also some data on play action under center versus shotgun where the Eagles had triple the expected points added from shotgun over the rest of the league last year. Plus, and this is what piqued my interest, we covered Jim Schwartz's blitz tendencies and success rates. That talk, about Schwartz's blitz has got me interested so right now I'm charting up every third down pass or scramble that the Eagles defense faced last year to see if I can go even further into finding when and why Schwartz blitzed along with what worked and what didn't and that's eventually going to turn into an article for bleedinggreennation.com and I may even do a special show with those findings and pair it with a clinic that Schwartz had where he talks about how he game plans to rush teams from week to week which I think is fascinating and I have used pieces of that clinic for other pieces before I mean why not right because summer is the time to delve into topics and clinics you otherwise wouldn't have time for during the season. So I'll pass on whatever information on to you when that time comes. Remember to follow BGN underscore radio on Twitter to keep you updated on when these shows are dropping into your feed. Also subscribe on whatever app you're using to listen to this. And if you're feeling generous, drop a five star rating and review with what you think about the show or just say you're following directions. That's up to you. All right, let's not waste any more time. You came here for pressers and we got them. Here's Doug at the podium. Then after him will be Deuce Daly talking with the media at mandatory mini camps. Enjoy.
1: Okay. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Don. Uh, you talked the other day about wanting everybody here so you can send them away with your message for training camp, and they'd be able to think about that during the. So, what was that message? It's really. What? Private message? Really? Private no. It, it, honestly, it's it's basically it's simple. It's uh. It, number one is is they can they you know I appreciate and I told them this just a second ago that I appreciate all the hard work this week everybody was here the entire offseason uh, that the guys were here that I appreciate you know their effort their hard work attention to detail um, and then secondly uh, I basically just said hey enjoy enjoy the next five and a half weeks you know spend time away from from football you know with your family you um, Spend time with them and friends, and and but it, and then and then the third and probably the most important thing is is get your mind ready to go. Get your mind right, you know, in these next couple of weeks, and and that's just not players. That was I was talking to myself, coaching staff, everybody, because um, you know when we come back in July, um, you know we hit the ground running and we're ready to go. The slogan on
0: the T-shirts this year it looks like it says everything matters. What's the significance or backstory of, of, of that slogan?
1: Well, you know. <laughs> everything we do in life and really anything we do in life matters um and and there's always a you know you have choices and you get consequences to those choices and and so the decisions that we make sometimes uh matter and and so i feel like as a football team you know as coaches as players even personnel support staff everybody in the organization everything we do matters it matters to winning games or losing games on the football field so i just want to keep kind of reiterating that point with our team um, and just getting them to understand that you know if we jump off sides in practice, we're probably gonna jump off sides in the game, right? Um, if we don't do the little things right in practice, we won't do them in the game. And and everything that we do matters. Does that have any
0: correlation to the last season? Or? I'm just asking because last year was embraced target, obviously from the previous year. Right. Does that have any
1: A little bit. A little bit. Um, you know, but still I think I think that it, it, it just comes, it just comes to light now that we're on the, sort of on the, you know, the brink of a new season that, uh, that we can, you can kind of start fresh and start over and, and, uh, and get ready to go for another season. And, and yet, you know, you can look back and, and, and learn from mistakes, you can learn from failures, you can learn from the successes. And, 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 and so again, you know, with that, everything that we do matters to, to how we perform, you know, on game day. What's the plan as of right now for Miles Sanders to have a significant role sort of right out of the chute, and what do you need to see during the summer in order to tell
0: whether he's ready or not for
1: that? Yeah, number one, um, obviously it's going to be a little more difficult now that, that, that uh, you know, we're going on on this vacation, on this break, but, um, you know, I fully expect him to come in ready, come in healthy, ready to go. Uh, you know, we got to get him in the mix early. Definitely got to see exactly where he's at. Um, you know, mentally from from all the mental reps that he that he took this spring, and 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 you know, slowly work him into the mix and and see uh, uh, see just how uh, you know he can help us on game day.
0: Carson Wentz is back full yield?
1: Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, um, you know, he's been he he's had no no limitations. Um, you know, all spring. And uh, you know, just like uh, I've said previously, you know, we, we've monitored him just like we've done other players, and uh, you know he's looked good.
0: a more detailed assessment of how you think he's performed having the full spring versus last year? Well, yeah, number
1: one, I think just you know uh, he, he's a little more uh, obviously, I would say, I would say, you know, relaxed going into the into the spring, having, Having some new weapons around him, bringing Deshaun in, being around him, um, you know, being around the team, being around the guys, being here, showing his leadership, uh, those are all things that, that I've seen and, and what I've uh, experienced with him, you know, this this spring. So in this offseason, and and um, you know, looking forward to. You know, getting him back in July, and and I know he's going to continue to work this summer and and uh, keep building for you know for this uh, for the regular season.
0: How much will it help to have a healthy Carson Wentz ready to go, back knee, everything's feeling great? How much will that help you guys and this offense and him personally?
1: Well, just go back to two years ago. You know, when he came off his rookie season, um, he was healthy, he was ready to go. Uh, you know, we started out. And, and, and started well. And, and I think it's important, every team in the league, I mean, as healthy as you can be going into training camp is a positive, you know, and, and so, but having your quarterback healthy um, is definitely a positive for us, and, and all the work that he's gotten with our guys this spring um, is just going to pay dividends down the road. Yeah, I, I think
0: chance to, to talk to the assistants the other day. Press, Press Taylor talked a little bit about what he thought some of the new Kind of frontiers were in offensive football in the, in the league down the road. What you know, the way you guys kind of pushed the envelope on fourth down was an example. You know, over the last couple of years. What do you think is ahead? I mean, have you? I would imagine you're thinking about this. You know, what is the next thing we can exploit? What is the next wrinkle we can add? Do you have any kind of general thoughts?
1: Yeah, but you know, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, football's football. They have eleven. We have eleven, and and you know, we got to line up properly. And you know, um, you really, quite honestly, you're not gonna. You're not going to trick defenses. Defenses are not going to trick offenses. Um, It's just that's just the nature of our game. But um, I mean, it tricked them. But you know, uh, from the standpoint of you know the situation of the game and when it was called. I mean, you know, yeah, it it caught them off guard. Um, But I still, I still think that teams now. I mean, you look at that. I mean. Now, we're guarded against plays like that. Obviously, our defense is prepared for plays like that. You know, we're still looking for ways to be creative on offense with the, you know, the tackle over stuff or, you know, um, empty formations or whatever. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, it, it, it's, it's, still, it's still ball. You know, it's still ball. And I just don't think you're going to um, do too much. One trick, play a game. You know, or one-trick play every uh, three or four games, you know, definitely won't define your season um, unless it's in the Super Bowl. It seems to us like like, uh, Carson and Deshaun have sort of been very much on the same page throughout the spring uh, on the field. Have you been pleasantly surprised at all how quickly that seems to have happened? Um, Not really. I mean, two veteran players, um, you know, uh, to compliment to Deshaun for spending the offseason here and getting to know Carson uh, not only personally but but on the football field and you know just even some of the extra time they've spent after practice you know working working some routes and and doing some things to be on the same page so um, still working through some things uh, working through some things uh, with those two but uh, made a lot of progress you know this spring
0: in the spring practices and stuff like that? I mean, as far as maybe
1: someone you didn't expect to... Yeah, I, you know, there's, there's several guys. I mean, in, in just don't want to single out one or two, but I, I can say this. Um, you know, I, I've been impressed with the way Dallas came back and approached the offseason. You know, Avante Maddox came back and approached the offseason. I think Josh Sweat's in a great place right now. Um, even some of the injured guys, you know, Derek Barnett, the way he's worked, uh, Darby, the way he's worked, you know, Rodney, you know, these guys have all, Carson, um, these guys have all come back with an eagerness. Uh, Zach Ertz, I mean, this guy is a, a, a pro's pro, the way he attacks just the offseason. And it's like, you know, week nine for him. Everything, when I say everything matters with Zach Ertz, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Everything matters with him. So, you know, and, and there's, there's several others, but uh, just to, you know, just to name a few.
0: Exactly. Uh, Zach said you sent him home to watch his wife play. Is that your idea? That I wanted
1: to, to watch, watch the game. <laughs> okay. No. no it, 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 it was. I mean, you know, I, listen, you, you know when these things come up, and and it's like I said, you know, I've said this before, that you, you don't get you don't get these times back. And, and um, you know, it's a big event, not only for, you know, our country and, and USA and all that, but, you know, his wife is on the team. And uh, I thought it was important that he had a chance to watch that game. There's always turnover
0: in this league. Uh, obviously, you lose veteran players, Nick, Chris. You, you've had everybody for the spring. Have, have any of the young players kind of stepped up in a leadership role?
1: Um, I haven't seen you know quite that yet. Uh, I think they're still kind of feeling their way uh, just a little bit, you know, with with the uh, with the playbook. Um, I do expect though, once we get into training camp, that some of these younger players. Um, take a little bit more of that leadership role you know it's on it's on each player really to um, you know motivate themselves but uh, um, to really come in that you know into camp with that frame of mind that i can I can take another step not only on the football field but i think in a leadership role with the team so guys, uh, with, uh, we're a couple, two years ago you were pretty much underdogs uh, a lot this year you probably won't be. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, the experiences we've 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 uh, had these last couple of seasons, um, a veteran veteran group of guys, um, you know, and, and that's that's important to have guys that have gone through it. You know, veteran players that have gone through it that uh, understand it. I think that's so important. And um, so I think whatever whatever we face, you know, uh, this season, you know, we'll be up for it and, and ready for that challenge.
0: pass-catching thing has been kind of an issue for him before. He proved by his third year. Um, do you see him being utilized on third day? Yeah, I never knew that. I hear now, of course, about the, the
2: pass-catching ability, but um, I never knew that. He uh, came out. He's been catching the ball well. Uh, and, of course, once again, not to be redundant, but in order to catch the ball well, you got to know exactly what you're doing. Sorry. Uh, he knows about the routes. He knows protections. and He's going out there and he's snagging the ball up. Just you know, so I think Miles win.
0: Sanders is as a pass catcher? He did a little bit at Penn State. But, I think he's good.
2: I think he's good. I think that um you talk to those guys, they'll all tell you that uh, they can continue to get better, which you want those guys to think that way and, and be humble, especially when it comes to catching the ball um, and understand uh, where to be. That's one of my things as far as route running. Uh, you got to understand the offense and you got to understand the progression of the offense, which is very important. And for those two guys to come in and, and kind of learn that rather quickly, I'm very pleased. You, yeah. had, to you had to be Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders Have a right? I mean, in Sanders, I mean, you had to be happy that you guys got to use a draft pick on, on, on a guy like Sanders. Oh, that yeah, I'm, I'm happy. happy about that. I'm very happy. And, you know, just, and all you guys, of course, being able to see him at Penn State, some of the things he did there um, that was special and being able to play behind another special guy and learn from him, so I'm, I'm happy. How we you saying he
0: kind of popped into your office, I think, the Friday uh, before Sanders was picked and you guys had a conversation about whether he would be available or crossing your fingers, just kind of what do you remember about that?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. He popped in and we had a conversation, exactly what he told you. And just we didn't think he was going to be there. I didn't anyway. Uh, didn't think he was going to be available. I uh, was very surprised that he was, and um, I think it was like a no-brainer.
1: Where you Is he behind it all, having missed some time with the hamstring here in OTAs? Is that significant for him?
2: Uh, I think it's significant for any player that misses time just as far as getting out there, learning their teammates, and um, being able to understand how they play the game and how they think. But as far as playbook-wise, no. He knows the playbook. Uh, we, have, we get a chance to have extra meeting time, uh, which I enjoy with him, with a rookie. So he's able to come in, and I'm able to quiz him. I'm able to take him through different – um, games, film, et cetera. So uh, that part of it, nah, he's cool.
0: Which you you mentioned about him uh, having to sit behind Saquon. Um, what did you learn in talking to coaches at Penn State about how he handled that? And what did you learn yourself doing your own kind of invest- yeah,
2: invest- get work I, I, on that? Yeah, I think that um, the coaches speak highly of him, of course, and uh, the type of gentleman, the young man he is. Uh, uh, I didn't expect anything different once I learned about him. Uh, sitting behind Saquon, actually not really sitting behind. I guess he kind of lost his job because I, I think he was there first, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you know, we all go through certain things in life. It's all about how you bounce back. So that kid, of course, being, I, I guess, highly recruited, coming out of high school, a lot of colleges wanted him. Uh, Saquon came in, Saquon we all know is a beast. He came in and was able to take the position. Now, uh, with the options today, you got a chance to transfer, you can be mad, you can be disgruntled. No, he didn't. He just went to work, and uh, it showed what type of person he is. Deuce, this organization just made a massive commitment (coughs) to Carson Wentz. Um, You've been around this organization an awful long time. What do you think of that decision that this organization made to keep Carson here? I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I'm super excited about it. It sends a message to his teammates, of course, also to Carson, uh, our community, our great Eagle fans. It sends a message to them. Um we, uh, we're we committed. We're committed as an organization. We're committed as a team, coaching staff. Uh, of course, Mr. Lewis is committed, and uh, we all know what Carson can do. And he's definitely going to have a good season, in my opinion, and he's been working so hard. You know, being able to come out to practice, to see the guy over there being out 10, 15 minutes early sometimes, just working on his craft. I'm super excited about it. You lived when Donovan was here as a number two pick and saw him have to handle expectation and those kind of things. I mean, obviously, Carson is living a similar life. How has he handled that? Oh, great. With well, no problems. Of course, uh, it's a tough city. This is a tough city. This is a sports city. Um, you know, people here know football, of course, and being able to be in a situation like that, being uh, the leader of your team, being the, the main guy. Uh, Donovan, like you said, went through mm. something similar. Of course, I know Carson kind of went through it too, mm. but those guys were – Donovan was a true pro, being able to handle it the way he did. And Carson's been a true pro
1: also. What do you think is going on with Darren Sproles? Have you talked to him lately? Does he want to play again? Would you guys want him if he if he did want to play again?
2: Uh, of course I want him. I want him all the time. I don't think he's going to get old, you know. Yeah. I tell him all the time, <laughs> I need to borrow some like Kool-Aid You You know, Make sure you patent it so we can sell it later on. <laughs> I need to start drinking it now. I can make a comeback or something. Um, Sproles has been awesome. He continues to communicate. And uh, he's watching film, you know, all that stuff. He's looking at other teams. He always calls me. Hey, man, I saw so-and-so do this. I saw so-and-so do that. I was like, "Should we change your last name to Scout. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to be a Scout now since so you tell me all these things. But now, once again, just a guy who loves the game, who's been a part of the game for a long time. And, uh, I think it's hard for him to step away, but who knows? What's your reading? He may be back. Not here. I'm just saying maybe back in the NFL. I don't know. So you said not here. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying in general he may be back. Of course, I opened the door for him to come mm-hmm. back here. I would love for him to come back here, but uh, that's not my decision.
0: Who would uh, who would return punts then? If you, you know, if you Me. Know the, Me, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, are you <laughs> back doing that again? <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, that's not necessarily your like, choice, but you do, yeah, you do help out a lot with yeah, the coaching yeah, and returning. Yeah.
2: Um, we don't know. We're working a couple guys there, of course. Um, we'll see how that work out uh, towards the end. You know, we all know somebody will step up and, 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 and take the position, but right
1: now we don't know. What about Boston Scott, who seems to be you know, kind of a Sproles type yep. physically? What do you see from him? Uh, what do you think his ceiling is uh, in the NFL? I think
2: it's very high. Okay. I'm very high on Boston. Uh, I had a chance, of course, to work with him a little bit last year. Coming in and being able to see him in OTAs, he's—I'm excited. I'm excited about how quick he is, the way he picks up the offense. Um, he does look like a little Sproles out there at times, but uh, I tell you, he's working hard. Uh, he's dedicated. He's in this building early. He's watching film. I'm very pleased with
0: him. Jordan Howard was saying the types of runs that are available to him here. There's there's kind of a, a bigger package or more that he can do than maybe he did in Chicago. Where is he? At his best, like what types of runs do you think he really excels at? Well, we'll
2: see. I mean, all that comes when you put the pads on. Um, we can see here and, and talk about uh, these guys not in these gym shorts. Of course, doesn't really matter until we get a little contact going and get the pads on and uh, pretty much talk about that identity as an offense. Uh, but I see a guy who can impose his will. I see a guy that can make a guy miss. I see a guy like you guys were talking about earlier that can catch the ball out of the backfield. So he brings a lot of different things to the table.